ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. from the Ingrid Pit of Despair, it's a wheezing groaning sound, the only podcast about the obscure British sci-fi television series Doctor Who. And today we're tackling the Time Monster. So now's as good a time as any to remind you that wheezing groaning sound will be live at the King's Place in London as part of the London Podcast Festival on the 2nd of September at 9.30pm. Tickets at kingsplace.co.uk. But Tom, I hear you ask, what has our live show got to do with the Time Monster? Well, it's only one date, so I guess it's a bit of a minor tour. I'm Tom Titneenan, and joining me are John Manbury Rain and Paul Boobs Litchfield. this This is exciting, everybody, because we're doing our first... You know how, like, Baywatch did a series called Baywatch Nights? (laughs) <laughs> this is the first wheezing nights we're recording this in the evening and I, I'm, I'm drinking alcohol so am I. <gasps> that's exciting mm. i haven't cracked into my oyster bay yet but I'm, mm. I'm going to a bit later and we'll see what happens i think i have a sus uh, i have a suspicion that because we record spoiler alert some of these in a row mm. the third one might be a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a free-for-all yeah i think it might just be an hour and a half fight yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a pub brawl <laughs> but before we get yeah. to that, we are today, as I say, covering um, the the uh, the story, the Time Monster. Oh. But maybe what else was on TV on the day that people were watching the Time Monster, Paul Litchfield? Well, allow me to tell you. By the way, boys love the show. Um, <laughs> the Time Monster uh, came onto our televisions on Saturday, the twentieth of May, nineteen seventy-two. Oh, at a respectable, Paul, did you write it down? Perfect at twenty to six. Mm. Oh, good time. That's a beautiful it. time. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, nineteen seventy-two. Oh, yes. That seems yeah, about yeah. that seems about right to me. Hmm. Um, Fair enough. Anyway, so, uh, unfortunately, on BBC One, Slim Pickens, um, <laughs> it's um, no television until 10am, of course, and it started mm-hmm. with, an, with an old favourite, we've covered it before, V Bitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, V Bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is German for beginners only! Um, <laughs> and then it immediately closed down. <laughs> And then it, yeah, and then we started again at 11.35, The Queen, live in France, mm. which is, oh. sounds fantastic. Very European I mean, this, this day. I mean, does she do a piece to camera? We don't know, but... Um, mm. She probably did it in a B-day. Yeah. <laughs> 
That, of course, was closely followed by Grandstand at 12.45, which ran until five past five. Mm. And then mm-hmm. it was the news, and then was Doctor Who, the Time Monster Part 1. There is blurb. Uh-huh. Oh. It, and it's, it's not too bad at all. No. Masquerading as a research scientist, the master is using a device called Tom Tit. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, let's just get this out of the way now. Yeah. Tom yeah. Tit! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can start laughing because my, my dad, being a cockney, yeah. would always say, have you been for a Tom Tit? Yeah. It was rhyming slang for shit. So every time someone says Tom Tit, I am laughing. Yeah. Oh. But don't worry, folks. There'll be nothing ruder after Tom Tit in this. Nothing rude at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, masquerading as a research scientist, the master is using a device called Tom Tit to, to summon an ancient and powerful creature from beyond time. Now, that's mm. a nice blurb. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad I know. know what's going on in the time monster now. Yeah, absolutely. Then there was um, there, 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 nothing exciting. At nine o'clock uh, of the PM, you had a man called Ironside. Mm. Hey. Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr. And the episode is, the episode's called This Could Blow Your Mind. Whoa. And then uh, the blurb is no one has ever succeeded in outwitting Ironside. And that's it. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, well, so, we, so we know that whatever this is, they fail. So <laughs> fantastic. I was just waiting for a until now, but never yes. arrived. That's yeah, amazing. Until, There's a mild Doctor Who connection with Ironside, isn't there? Is there? Well, yeah, because oh, the only thing that will defeat him is stairs. Hey! <laughs> Very good. Very nice. nice. Thank you. Have, have you ever seen a Dalek in a bath night? <laughs> It's perplexing. <laughs> um, anyway, at uh, 11.15 was um, a programme called Julia Felix, which I... I okay. And it's yeah. just called a, a programme of her established favourites and one of her own songs, Windy Morning. <laughs> oh, Windy Morning. The morning after a curry. Yeah, yeah. Windy Morning. <laughs> I mean, is, that, is she literally farting? Is that what that is? I just think it's a prelude. Windy Morning. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a prelude to Tom Tit. Yes. <laughs> Tom Tit. <laughs> Do you have a windy morning then a Tom Tit? I, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, on BBC Two, it, uh, programs began at respectable five past nine of the AM with Open University. Alas, no course information. Oh. Deary me. Which went on until 1pm and then, of course, it closed down. Um, then it reopened again at 3pm with Saturday Cinema. Ooh. A film called A Private Affair. Doris! Doris! <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, 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 okay. Oh. And an, an unlikely trio of army draftees become friends by singing about their basic training. Oh. Doris, you're fine. <laughs> Let's go to your mother's. Let's go to your mother's. Up, sod it, I'll come with you. Um, <laughs> so that was Saturday Cinema. They sing oh. about their basic training. I'm knackered, I'm knackered, I really cannot do this. Um, anyway, and then at 20 past five was Look! Bird watching extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Brown searches for birds in Africa. He is adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> Good That's him. what it says. He is adventurous. <laughs> um, uh, 5.45 was the television doctor. What? Hang on. What? <laughs> Hang on. A different is, one? Yeah, this is going on BBC One. Um, this programme is mainly concerned with blood pressure. Mm. There you go. That's that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mainly concerned. Just mainly. Yeah. 6pm, mm. Man Alive, Hyde Park. What? I think this is a documentary. It just says Hyde Park is rich with characters and eccentrics and... And then stops. (laughs) (laughs) 
the person wearing it died as he was typing that out. Yeah, that's obviously sod it. The wife's gone off with the bloody milk. Clive, I know you're really ill, but will you be right to do one more blur before you pop off to hospital? Yes, certainly. Hyde Park is rich with characters and eccentrics, and. When they come in the morning. Oh my god! I'm sorry, everybody. Clive died last night. Yes. His last words were and 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 at quarter past eight was the Philpot file, the mighty Mississippi from Topsville to Bottomsville. Ooh. Ooh. No, no more information about that. Then later on at ten p.m. was pets and vets. It says this. It says this. For most people, keeping fish usually starts with a single go fish in a bowl. For many people, it ends that way too. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a very bleak U-turn. Yeah. Fantastic. And then uh, finally on BBC Two at quarter past ten was the Golden Bowl Part Three, which I think was um, (laughs) a historical drama series. Oh yeah. Just uh, episode three, Charlotte. And it says this, Charlotte has married Mr. Verver, and they spend time together. Ooh. Very nice. Ooh, imagine spending time together after you're married. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tongues will wag. And that was your <laughs> visual feast on BBC One and BBC Two. Blimey, blimey. Well, okay. Nothing, nothing really to distract you from episode one of, uh, of The Time Monster. Mm. So, uh, so let's get cracking. Let's get yeah. cracking with this. Mm. We begin, as ever, in media res. Um, <laughs> hey. Hey, and the Doctor's having a nightmare. And you he's can tripping, tell because... He? He's tripping, He's, 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 tripping, he's tripping balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can tell because they're crash-zooming on puppets. Mm. And, yeah. um, and there's some magma and stuff. Axes. Oh. Axes. Mm-hmm. Terrifying axes that mm. he just can't help but see. Mm. Um, and he wakes up with a jolt and wants Joe to immediately find out if there have been any eruptions nearby. <laughs> Which there might during have been the during night. the night. We don't know. Mm-hmm. It's be, all right. Uh, I opened the window. <laughs> Another windy morning. And he's been... Uh, yeah, so, so he's been working. He wants to know if anyone's found a crystal. Because apparently 99% of all John Pertwee Doctor Who stories involve some kind of crystal. Mm. Yeah. That he normally has to reverse the polarity on at some point. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Hmm. Um, it's worth remembering as well in the uh, in the, the the dream the master is massive for some reason never yeah. comes back that never comes yeah. back no. jungle um, is massive master is yeah. massive <laughs> <laughs> the Delgado is massive um, <laughs> meanwhile speaking of Delgado he's doing his cra- classic ruse of pretending to be a professor Professor Fescalus he's over up to his little tricks and again and he's a little tinker. he is mm. he's a cheeky little boy um, how long, how long do you think Tommy's been he's been establishing that sort of oh, persona? God. I Has mean, he been wonder, bedded like... in for like three or four months? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there isn't physically enough time for, for the master to have enacted all of his ruses. Because he's, you know, he's had to be a, a vicar in the demons and he's, <laughs> he's always having to like put about four months worth of work into something which goes wrong the second the doctor turns up. He ran a small yeah. plastic factory for a while. Yeah, he, yeah, did. he did. That yeah. was really boring. He <laughs> spent like three months invoicing. <laughs> <laughs> his CV must be the... brilliant by the way <laughs> he stops being evil for a minute his yeah, LinkedIn yeah. page would be a mile long well, of course everywhere the master goes when he starts they go well listen listen mate listen you've got to do what everyone else does so you've got to start right at the bottom so you're cleaning the labs for the next two weeks yeah <laughs> It's, living, it's a living hell of just Looking like starting my every job at the bottom. <laughs> I'm just uh, off to go and clean the lab. You can take over as professor. 
<laughs> I will shrink the turds, make my job easier. Uh, if you want. All like little, little mouse droppings. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Lovely. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but he's working in the lab and he's working with uh, Dr. Dr. Ruth. Yes, and not Stu. that Dr. Ruth. Not Stu. that Dr. Ruth. And Stu <laughs> spends Stu's most of his time. Stu, Stu's a card, isn't he? You and your bloody women's lib. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he calls him Prof. Will you not prof? call me Prof? Yes. It's like, is that Ace's like, uncle or something? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I ask because I get the impression that like the master has been there for at least three months under this room. Yeah. Yeah. they're all just rubbing each other the wrong way, and everyone's mm. just like, "Oh God, not you!" Tensions are running high. Yeah. In, uh, now, where, is he doing is an he... accent here? Yes, he, just subtly, but not well enough. I thought he was he... being Scottish, and then the next minute I thought he was being Welsh. Mm. Then he sounded like Spanish, and I was confused. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's got the kind of uh, something going on, I yeah. thought. Maybe a span. Yeah, something's sort of lingering underneath I mean, he there, gives up after about five minutes. But <laughs> he, yeah, he initially begins like that. Yes. Mm. Everyone's convinced. So then, um, uh, where are we at next? So, yeah, they're at the... Is it the Newton Institute? Where that's Newton happening. Institute, yes. Mm. And so that's what they find. And so Benton is going to be tasked with going to the Newton Institute um, <laughs> to, to find out what's going on there. Because that's what you do. If you want something solved, send Benton. Uh, <laughs> Tell me what, he's got, he's got a lovely through line in this, isn't he, old Ben? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a proper police squad style ending, hasn't he, that yeah. we'll, uh, we'll get to, yes. obviously. Yeah. Um, he's basically the end of Thundercats and the end of Scooby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You prick. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the master is hypnotising the person in charge because that's what he does yes, whenever he's in a new yes. job. Uh, this, obey this me, Charles Percival. <laughs> yeah. You will obey me. And so then, um, so Ruth and Stu, while he's away, they just decide to kick off with the experiment, and mm. it works. Mm. Yeah, they shift the crystal or something. Is it a doorstop or something I'm that they not, kind it of look like some sort of thermos for a minute? Right. I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, <laughs> they make the thermos move. Mm. Um, Meanwhile, the doctor now, oh, for God's sake, once you've got over Tom Tit, once you're like, okay, to- sure, Tom Tit, I could have called it anything and yeah. they called it Tom Tit. Tom Tit. Yeah. <laughs> then we see the the doctor's little um, sort of, what he, what he calls a time sniffer outer. A His time sniffer outer, yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's a Venusian <laughs> time it's meter or something. It it's, is, a it's, a it's, a it's a cock, it's a cock. It's a cock and balls. It's a cock and balls. Was this it's a cock and balls. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Was this story just like the writer continually winning bets? Yes. Like, no, you, I bet you can't get a cock and balls into Doctor Who. And then you're like, no, there it is. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I wrote in my notes after episode two was, I think this might have been written by Benny Hill because he's yeah. got a it. <laughs> you've got a cock and balls and you've got Bessie going in fast forward. You might as well strap a brow on it and it'd get me chased. <laughs> Did Benny Hill write this? This is insane. <laughs> it's bad. So, saucy seaside carry on Doctor Doctor Who is brilliant. Yeah, especially with old Stu, who's got a bit of that kind of like, he, he says things like, you chow down on your posh old nosh. He talks like someone out of the Beano. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's extraordinary. So yeah, so they are able to move that and they do a weird dance to celebrate that uh, that they've been able to move it. Mm. Um, they and do the, a dance. Yeah. Do oh, a and dance. another Benny Hill thing. There's a pervy window cleaner. Oh yeah, he falls off his ladder. Yeah. The window cleaner goes, God, I bet they're getting up to all sorts of nicky in that, <laughs> in that Newton Institute. Yeah. <laughs> a man um, so starved of physical attention, he'll actually <laughs> climb up ladders to peer inside. Didn't he have a bucket? Yeah. 
No. no, he might not have even been a window cleaner. He might yeah. be like a local pervert who heard local pervert. He heard the word tit. He didn't hear Tom. <laughs> I bet you got a Tom a... tit in a rude shape fucking oh. machine in them. <laughs> Doris, I want to be a window cleaner. Because <laughs> this is Terry Walsh, isn't it? The uh, the sort of stuntman Terry yeah. Walsh. I just don't think yeah. this is window. I think it is just Terry Walsh out of character, just practicing flinging himself <laughs> off ladders. I looked at his Wikipedia page and I I found a phrase I'd never heard before. Oh, yeah. He said that in between stunting, oh, nice. he, he drove a cab. Wow. Oh, I've well, never there heard you go. stunting before. In between stunting, stunting mm. he enjoyed eating and drinking and walking. <laughs> and falling <laughs> off ladders. Oh. I thought stunting was like smoking cigarettes when you're really yeah, young. Making you what, small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he fed cigarettes to children. <laughs> It would be as good as good an employment as doing whatever he's doing up that ladder. Yeah, smoke this. One day you'll be sill. Yeah. <laughs> Stunt your growth, mate. Look at him. Yeah. Oh, me. Um, so then, so, so yeah. it's amazing. So far, we've got Tom Tit, a cock-shaped mm. instrument, a worldwide panic, a Randy O bloody window cleaner, the <laughs> yeah. master having a dance with his. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's not like later on we're going to have a sort of a, a comically buxomed woman. Uh, no. Enter this, enter the scene as well. Of course well. not. So, yeah. of course not. No, no. So Stu's a bit of a character. He says, "All right, Prof, go enjoy your nosh," mm. um, which is like a readers. It's a real, um, it's a real Beano type dialogue. Yeah. Um, and that's when you realise when all the other people turn up, you've got Doctor Cook, who's like, "Hello, gentlemen." Um, I don't care about anything because um, they find the the window cleaner who's f- who's fallen far, hasn't he? He's yes. fallen like Very about far. thirty meters away I mean, he from the building. Be dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Can we get someone to clear this this working class man away, please?" <laughs> um, and he's they just leave him there because he's not nice, is he, Doctor Cook? I'm sure that'll no. pay off later. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're doing the time tensor, and the, but then they realise that they need to get to where Benton's just gone really quickly. So they get in the car, <laughs> and as you say, they do super drive. It's called yeah. Superdrive. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Joe says, we're not going to get there in time in this old thing. Yes. Um, and he's like, shut the fuck up about my car. <laughs> Press that button. And then they're going at about 400 miles an hour. She goes, is this safe? He goes, yes, it's safe. I'll show you. And he breaks. Yeah. It's like, well, not convinced. Okay. <laughs> and if a woman like, stepped oh, out with die. a baby. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doctor, you've been drinking. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> you want, you want this driver after three pints. You want the tramp from the um, <laughs> from the Planet of the Spiders to come out yeah. after his first day of being a stockbroker, getting run over. <laughs> or, 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 or what he does? He sees the car going so fast, he reverts back to type and goes back to being what he used to be and drinking. Stop that! I love it. I love it when Joe's like, "Is you sure this thing is safe?" And the doctor goes, "Oh, stop whiffling, Joe." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe's like, she's happy not to have been flung through the uh, the windscreen. It's really sad. Um, So, so yeah. So they uh, they uh, are getting there. The master arrives and starts shouting, "Come, Kronos, come!" Mm. so hopefully we'll see Kronos in episode two. I can't wait to see Kronos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, nothing's nothing is more frightening than the very visage of Kronos. Is <laughs> no, no. Absolutely what, terrifying. What I like is the master finds out that all of Unit, including the Doctor, and everybody's ever tried to do anything to is coming. So he goes ah ha 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 and puts a radiation <laughs> suit on so no one will recognise. Yeah. <laughs> it's genius. Genius. Um, 
Well, so he's the, the, the master shouting come Kronos. Mm. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we'll see Kronos in episode two. Spoiler alert, we don't. We don't see we Kronos. Don't, no. Uh, no. So, so also, also, if the master has spent the last three to four months carefully threading this evil, nefarious plan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on that day he's like, come Kronos, come! <laughs> <laughs> he goes to pieces immediately. Immediately to pieces. Just <laughs> 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 he's trying his best so yeah the doctor arrives and the one the main thing we find out obviously joe gets frozen for a bit um which is fun brilliant yeah um and then stew stew becomes 80 years old love it brilliant yeah it's fun isn't it um so so he's lying there in a in a weird room with lots of like um half-made bookshelves and a big elton john poster yes um <laughs> which is a strange choice but fair enough yeah um and he's recuperating um, well, he's kind of passed doc- out, isn't he? he yeah, he's yeah. Like his body can't cope with having aged so quickly. Mm. Um, they say he's twenty. He's nearly twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven next week. Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. Which is shocking. I mean, like people looked. I know people looked older in the past, but mm. he's not. He's not a good twenty-seven normally. So no, no, no. no. Um, but then uh, the doctor realizes. Then they go. Oh, hang on. The professor Vasculus, mm. but Vasculus is Greek for master. Yeah. I mean, why good, do, why go through that if you <laughs> don't make it that obvious? No, like, <laughs> I'm I'm the Rustum. Hang on, that's my <laughs> for fuck's sake. Come on, just oh. think a little bit. Master. We don't mind you calling yourself the Rustum, but it's the fake dreadlocks hat you've got on that's really <laughs> offensive. <laughs> ah! It's the fact that you went half Rasta, half Chinese. That, <laughs> was, weird. that was weird. It was but weird, no one go. likes it. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> Stu oh, rouses God. and shouts Kronos so loudly the camera fucks up, yep. which is yeah. amazing. Um, and <laughs> what happens there? Yes, and then um, the, the Brigadier sends for Yates to bring the TARDIS and everything back to the, the offices, mm. oh, to yes, the, the research yes. centre. Fun, fun, fun. Doctor examines the crystal, lots of crystals, and realises that he's trying to summon a chronovore. Yeah, time eaters, time eaters. Time eaters. Yeah. That's good. I like all that. That's mm, like, yeah, it's quite fun. And it's the crystal of Atlantis. Um, yeah. And then the doctor finds the master's TARDIS. Here's where we start to go. We're going to go really weird now. Yeah. <laughs> From this Someone should stand up and go, like... Atlantis. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because I'm trying to help the window we... cleaner here. <laughs> and true to thought, I think I must have had like British sauciness on on the brain hmm. because next thing we do is we're in Atlantis and there's a little boy who I wrote looks like Robin Asquith, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> who like says that people are coming or something, whatever they do in that in those kind of things. Um, Trying to have sex with a starfish. Come yeah. on. <laughs> no wonder it flooded. Yeah. <laughs> well, the window cleaner would be out of a job, wouldn't he? Oh, dear, yeah. will get done. Or will it be constantly done? <laughs> and yeah so then Benton is tricked into leaving oh by the way oh mm. the ruse mm. by which the master gets him he gets firstly hypnotises the head of the company to get them all to yeah. leave then 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 he highlights that he can do a pitch perfect brigadier impression yeah yeah fantastic but, but it's, che- it's Chekhov's ruse though isn't it because then he doesn't fall for Benton's look behind you Yes. My dear yeah, yeah. Mr. Benton, that is the oldest ruse in the book. But that comes mm-hmm. back later. Yes, which is actually not a bad bit of writing, yeah, that, is I like it? like that. Because um, he says, is he say you're in the soup without a ladle? Lovely bit of writing. Yep. Nice. Um, 
and then they start up Tom Tit again, and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> and your old and your old fella turns up. The uh, what's his name? I can't remember. I haven't written his, his name down. The old uh, man from Atlantis. The, the, he's just yeah. Yeah, I'm the assistant of the plot, but not yeah. anything in, important to it. I will but I'll hang around out. for three episodes. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I'll be constantly amazed by things, even though I'm supposed to be yeah. some sort of god. Yeah. What? Yes. I've just had a Tom Tit. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I pressed a button and he just flew away. It was amazing. <laughs> Would you um, be interested in my new invention, the bum crack? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It's, oh, the, it's the, be- so, the bohemian unit of measure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you shove up your ass. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> anyway, anyway poor, poor Benton gets knocked out, doesn't he? He does, yes. He gets and flung then, yeah. between three. filing cabinets. It looked quite painful. Yeah, it's cool. Mm. I think John Levine. Yeah, I think I think John Levine likes a bit of like throwing himself around and being a bit of a hero. Mm. Yeah, um, in that. So he's he's well up for it. And then mm. is, is it Croesus, the high priest of the Temple of Poseidon, is there? <sighs> that's, yeah. him. That's, that's him. That's him. That's him. And the and the master gives uh, he gives the master his seal, which then means that he can control Kronos. Can he though? Well, can he which, he cre- which he clearly can. <laughs> no, no, he clearly it's like can't. it's like bringing a puppy home from uh, Battersea. And just, <laughs> it's pissing and shitting everywhere. And like, I don't know what to do at all. It's shrieking. It looks half origami, half mattress. And it's just going. Master's like, oh, Here's this twig. With this twig, you can control a tiger that I've got in my van. <laughs> yeah, the Damn boy. Been, <laughs> his plan is to just lock Kronos, who can eat time in an office. Has Kronos <laughs> come yet? Have we, have we got Kronos in the room yet? Um, yes. I yeah. think yes. I think Kronos yeah. has arrived. It reminded because, yeah, me of that. Here. There was a viral video of some Irish people who had a bat in their living room. <laughs> it just reminded me of that. They're like, Jerry, Jerry, get get Kronos out with it. Jerry, Jerry, get Kronos. Because it's literally, it's almost like someone is drunk working a Peter Pan show and Peter Pan yeah. being flung from one side of the stage. It's this, it's this eagle thing with white skin just kind of going, ah, just going flung in circles around a room. Yeah, yeah. It's really distressing. Horrible. Watch. Yeah, just open the window. <laughs> it's like they haven't got the budget to make it look good, so they've they've sort of uh, <laughs> they've, they've overcome that just with sheer enthusiasm of this person screaming yeah. and flapping on a string. Yeah, yeah. They, um, what they've done is they've made sure you can never get a clear look at it for more than a second. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And they just do the camera in and out, in and out, in and out, and just mm. shriek over the whole thing <laughs> and, and cut to <laughs> shocked faces going, oh, yeah. Kronos. <laughs> Which, to be fair, you would be. It's just mm. horrible. Listen, listen carefully. There's two bumper episodes coming out, but that's just the order of. There's eight more, Roger. Eight of them. People might hear them, Roger. I'm going to lie low. I think you should too. (laughs) Brian and Roger are back. Two brand new episodes and a whole new series wherever you get your podcasts. And see Brian and Roger live at the London Podcast Festival and the Menier Chocolate Factory in a whole new stage show. Check websites for ticket details. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Everything slows down again. Um, oh, always fun. Oh, the Brigadier does his, his Baywatch running. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't the Doctor like basically do like a Quicksilver and just like takes them all back to Bessie? He goes yes. and like fetches yes. them all and puts yeah. them all back. I think they, did they shoot it backwards because the Doctor gets them and then they kind of run backwards towards Bessie, I think. Oh, right. Interesting. Maybe. You can yeah. probably Did see the sweat be. running back up his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, everything is slowed down. Then we meet um, Dalios, uh, who is uh, who is Campo in Planet of the Spiders. Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to... So this is where I sort of... I lose track of what the Master is trying to achieve. Because mm. he's got the crystal, but the crystal is the same as the crystal from Atlantis... Is it the same yeah. one, but it's in a different place or something? And that, that's yeah, it's how something gonna... like it's in, a, yeah, it's in a different dimension or it's not linked up harmonically yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, there, There's a reason. But again, once again, the master has no idea what he's doing. No. No. <laughs> this is the point where I no start to think with some of these six passes, and I think this is a very good example of it, that they mm. feel like three stories they've mashed together. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you've got the unit stuff, then you flick to this Atlantean stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of you think, well, this has no bearing on what's happened. <laughs> None of it all. really connects. Yeah. Well, no, because they're still outside the Newton Institute, frozen, aren't they? Just Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the just... Doctor having unfrozen everyone, and and um, what's his name has got young again. Oh, uh, uh, Stu. Stu. Yeah. <laughs> Stu has got youthful again, so that had no bearing on anything. Him no. being old for a bit. Um, he decides to make one of his little gizmos, which. Uh, uh, it doesn't look like anything, does it? It looks no. like he's just cobbled together bits from a kitchen. Mm. And doesn't now um, the master spends more time panicking about the fact that the doctor and unit are all around him? So yeah, now yeah, he, yeah. Now he goes. Now he decides to just do a series of parlor tricks that oh. are just all more oh, pathetic than the last. Is it you know, yeah. when he brings a jousting knight to face a van. Yeah. <laughs> just, why a jousting knight? I mean, I think the van should just run it over. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Just destroy that. Let's make it turn it into like a red mist. It could easily do. And then you've got um, like loads of people with cannons. Yes, they're, are Again, they roundheads? Yeah, cannons. Hmm. <laughs> You're the master. Why don't you summon the Solarians or something, mm. or, or do something really freaky? But no, Dinosaur. I'm going to get them with some medieval-based um, stuff at the, uh, to begin with. Mm. Yes. Right. Yeah, I'm going to scare okay, them with sure. the Middle Ages. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a group of arsehoes doing a reenactment in the next field. <laughs> like said, no, 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 we have to do it chronologically or not at all. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. He, he is a stickler for that sort of thing, isn't he, the master? Oh my god! I mean, at best, everyone in Unit's just like, oh, fuck off, guys! Like, no yeah. one's bothered yeah, exactly. or like hindered by that. No. And all but the then people the in Unit are like, it's horrible. I just had to shoot a horse. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> I've got really weird feelings about that. There's a guy loading a cannon. Obviously. <laughs> Everyone just like turns up really like freaked out. Like, I mean, we had yeah. to kill them because they were trying to kill us, but yeah. it was really easy and horrible. It, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Ha- yeah, I'm not happy about it at all. I mean, we massacred them. It was horrible. <laughs> 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 then we had some Studio 54 guys on roller skates being gamers. <laughs> I mean, I slit their throats. I feel really bad about that. I ran over the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. <laughs> Trotters came in, you know, whistling with their bumbles. Yeah. I mean, I just locked their fucking kneecaps off. It was horrible. I just shot Buster Keaton in the face. I will admit that I will admit their very last, their very last one, the Savile, that was disgusting. Yeah. I have to say, That's satisfying. when, he, yeah, when yeah. he came in on that massive hover chair, jangling his jewelry. Still, anyway, we gassed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there they do so unit have just finished you know five rounds rapid into Marilyn Monroe and then the final one <laughs> is a <laughs> I mean luckily it Happy turned birthday, out Mr. <laughs> <laughs> luckily it turned out the guy well, I ran dead, over when I reversed dead. was Dr. Crippen so it's fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then so then there's a doodlebug there's a doodlebug and that blows up some yeah. of unit oh, are god. they dead yeah None of them are dead. Pi- 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 piloted by Rose West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the cliffhanger as well, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they going to survive? And then the uh, the yeah. repro- the priest is. Yeah, everyone's fine. Yeah, fine. Uh, <laughs> they missed. Yeah. They yeah. missed. Um, Yates is all fucked up. He doesn't look very happy, does he? No. No. Um, and here's a bit because Stu talks about um, how the Doctor likes playing his James Bond game mm. and I was like well that's canon now that, that the uh, James Bond can't be a Time Lord because uh, mm. he's been mentioned in Doctor Who so that's quite yes, interesting yes that's right um, unless he was another Time Lord oh hello oh well yeah what well, you mean like oh that's interesting yeah god imagine that hang on mm-hmm. so, hang, at the end of Doctor Who it might say Doctor Who will return yeah. and Doctor No yeah. what <laughs> the spy who loved Tom Tit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Michael Gray just like graffitis it going, Doctor Who will not return. <laughs> so um, so basically there's been carnage and the poor old TARDIS is looking battered yeah. and I didn't like that yeah, at all. No. no it's no, on its, it's side. It's this one, mm. but it's very, looking very lovely sorry, TARDIS, looking very mm. sorry for itself. All Can we talk about, the, I side. mean, we're not there yet, but the TARDIS interior... We can talk about the TARDIS interior. We're getting there, aren't we? Because we're going yeah. to the Master's yeah. TARDIS. This, yeah. was a, this was literally like a one-off. Mm-hmm. They built this new Tyler's interior that looks like it's come from Rowan and Martin's laughing. Like you expect <laughs> Goldie Horn to come out of one of the round rolls and go, yeah. suck it to me. <laughs> I've just regenerated. <laughs> I'd give it five minutes. No, that's not it. Mm. Um, but apparently, was it Barry Letts was so upset with it? That he... he- Destroy- it was it's intimated, it was destroyed. destroyed yes. it. it was destroyed yes. after this episode was filmed. <laughs> so they had to go go make a new one. That sounds like he got it smashed up. I it really does. I, I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't mind it that much. I didn't mind it, although it did look I a bit like it. a laundrette. I know. Yeah, with yeah. the weird and then, the huge roundels. Mm. Yeah, and then mm. you see the, the Master's TARDIS and you go, ah, oh, see, he's got the fucking bee's knees model again. Yeah. It's always that. the best one, isn't it? It's like how the Nazis have good uniforms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the master's true. TARDIS looks like the inside of a Dalek. Like you know, they've got the knobbly bits yes. going out. 
That's yes, what the yeah, viewpoint yeah. would be from inside the Dalek looking at <laughs> it. Should have had that. They should have had it where they lift up the Dalek's head at the end and the Master's Tardis is in it. Like in, <laughs> yeah. The Master's <laughs> really small. You will have yeah. me. <laughs> well, this is like I don't mind this. Obviously, like you were saying about this feeling like lots of episodes are like cobbled together, different episodes. This one is. Then we just got like a whole episode which is a bit of like Tardis shenanigans. Mm. Um, because first I quite of all, like they're... TARDIS shenanigans because it's a bit of a mind like I... uh, yeah. the TARDIS is in the TARDIS which I is like also that. in the TARDIS which mm, is in the TARDIS I fun. really like that a lot them running out the doors then being inside each other's <clears throat> TARDISes all the time also we've yeah. got, like, we've that got, was my favourite bit we've got good yeah. Doctor and Joe relations in this one as well I like yeah he's not trying to kill her he's no. not yeah. trying to kill her <laughs> makes him laugh quite a few times and when he's going TARDIS 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 mm. he's like Joe come and look at this yeah. and they go through and then he goes come and look at this and they go through again and it's like oh that's fun it's quite fun, isn't it? Mm. And then there's, he's trying to get the master... Basically, what we have over a part of this is sort of a Zoom call, isn't it? It's yeah. a weird Zoom call between yeah. the yes. doctor and the master, yeah. where the master puts him on mute and he gets angry, mm. um, and then the, the doctor pretends to talk backwards, um, oh, which is a, yeah. it's a fun bit of, uh, of Pertwee gobbledygook, which yeah. we always enjoy. He loves yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> Any excuse to just be mm. weird, mm-hmm. he'll, uh, he'll always jump on it. Yeah. Who was that guy? Who was the guy who spoke like, oh, the noodly new and all, Stanley the, all that? Un- Professor Stanley Unwin. <laughs> Professor Stanley, Stanley Unwin. Unwin. Yeah. Who was... Oh, I don't... He'd have been a good Baker era Who villain. Yeah. Yes! Yeah, 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 that'd be really fun. Mm. Um, he would have made the worst James Bond villain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doto Do- on the no-no. <laughs> Dr. Onio. <laughs> so, 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 so you expect me to talk? No, but James Bond, you know, expected to die. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but I, um, I genuinely love the TARDIS landing in the TARDIS and then them being perpetually trapped in this weird loop. Yeah. I, I yes. very much went, oh God, that could just be a whole story, which mm. again lends credence to what John's saying. There are three separate stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's sort of used again in Legopolis, but the difference is that John Pertwee's enjoying being in this story, whereas he, Tom Baker in Legopolis yeah, is like... Yeah, clearly isn't, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> having a miserable old time. Um, so then at the end of episode four, the TARDIS is split in... in in space they split it and the doctor is lost in some kind of never world where um where he, he the i don't know a bit like we were saying the uh, before we went on air a bit like captain jack sparrow when he's in that weird flat salt plane thing where a ship moves around on crabs yeah. he's like yeah. that yeah um yeah. he's in he's a lost based- sort of nowhere time i mean the booze yeah, is he's- closed after three yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, it's the master that's done it. He's separated the Tardises, isn't he? The Tardis eyes. Yes, Tardis eyes. Yes. Not a terrible effect. Tardis eyes. No, it's quite a good effect. It's great. Tardis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the plural is, but yeah. it's quite good. I and, like um, that says, And says goodbye, Miss Grant. Mm. <laughs> Which is rather um, nice. Yeah. Doesn't the master then... call her stupid? Oh, does he call her stupid? I think he calls Joe stupid. How but dare you know what? He? Mm. But but for Joe, that's a walk in the park compared, <laughs> to, the compared to the expletives that's been shot over by the yeah, yeah. side over the years. That's nothing. Bear in mind, episode one, she's just delighted not to have been thrown through a windscreen. <laughs> so yeah. like the standards are low. Um, but don't worry, because in episode five, all is well. Even though the TARDIS is split and the Doctor's gone, because he's lost in the time vortex. But then he contacts Joe somehow via yeah. I don't know how he, how he does that. He sort of, yeah, he just whispers to her, doesn't he? He sends her like he a just sort of, phone call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he Obi-Wan's her. 
Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose mm. that's exactly what he does, mm. yeah. Um, and then she presses this, like, emergency button, and then he arrives all sort of uh, sat down Fine. and all curled up in the TARDIS. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is fun, which is a lot of fun. That's all right, yeah, yes. I don't mind that. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. For me now, this is where the story falls off a cliff. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mm. Into the sea and into Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, um, because, yeah, because now we're in Atlantis and it all gets a bit... Uh, it's sort of sub-I-Claudius nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. To the point where yeah. Joe is given an I-Claudius wig and costume. Yeah. <laughs> and they are talking yeah. about... It's all many eyeliner going, have a care, sir, yeah. and all this stuff. Yes, it's all. It's now turned from the first four episodes, which was very much Confessions of a Time Lord, and now mm. it's descending into what, Pompeii? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Basically. The Tom prologue. Tom Cheese? Oh. Yeah. Oh, the master. Oh. <laughs> More um, like the mistress. Oh. Yeah. Because um, it's all... Don't, it's all, it's all, yeah, don't. Don't. There's a level that part, part where you look at the camera. Oh, don't know. <laughs> because, yeah, we have to have this, like, long meeting, uh, this long council meeting, don't we? Oh, mm. God. Where um, where everyone's sort of talking in, in very sort of cod yeah. Shakespearean and Ingrid Pitt uh, is sort of struggling with a black cat that she's clearly not happy holding no. and yeah. probably was really you, miserable. You can really tell that they've shoved a bit of whiskers cat food in, on her hand. Mm. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is fucking miserable, this is. Yeah. Mm. And then they thought of, we in the city of Atlantis like to do things like this. Mm. We uh, don't agree. Well, uh, okay, <laughs> then. <laughs> Let's talk about it for another four years. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like okay. a lot of these characters, we've ne- we're have we in episode five and we've mm. not met any of them yet, so no. we don't really care that much. It's really hard to be vested in them. And also, as soon yeah. as the master turns up, Ingrid Pitt's like, oh, wouldn't mind a bit of that. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Mm. It really is a carry-on film now. She's immediately like, oh, blimey, oh. look at him. What is it? He has the bearing oh. of a god. She's like, yeah. Oh. Um, blimey. Um, have I mentioned at this point, has this happened yet? Uh, Benton's a baby. Anyway, that, that just happened at some point. Yeah, that just suddenly happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another side effect when they were trying to summon the Kronos um, for the second time. Yes. The first time, yeah, yeah. poor old thing, he got turned old, and there were yeah. lots of other things going on. And the second time, Benton gets turned into a baby. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine, because that's still in England, in the Newton Institute, so we don't need to worry about that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and we won't check in with yeah. them for another no, episode and a half, so that's all good. No, we're fine. Um, so yeah, so then, um, so yeah, like you say, Ingrid Pitt says yeah that immediately fancies the master, and then starts a bit of like politicking where the master's trying to trying to off Dalios, her very old uh, yeah. sort of husband. Which is brilliant because if because now if you think about the master's raison d'être all the time, he spends mm. a lot of time on the planet Earth, spending months getting ready for his <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that 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 always go to pot. Yeah. Then he turns up to Atlantis and goes, "I'm going to be the king," and everyone goes, uh, "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah, that works, sure. He's, um, he's already done it in Planet of Fire. I'm yeah. also the god. And then we go, yeah, all right. So go. the master could go two ways. He could spend months and months <laughs> or just turn up on a whim mm. and just go, I'm the king of court characters. I am. <laughs> and goes, yeah, all right, fuck it, you are. I love the idea he spends Brilliant. months in Devil's End with like all these parishioners mm. being exactly. a story vicar and he doesn't he spends no time in here when everyone's really like everyone's so horny that scene between him and Ingrid Pitt is one of the horniest scenes in all Doctor Who isn't mm. it? It's absolute filth for Doctor Who I wonder, yeah. if, got, I wonder if she got in the book Oh <laughs> She's the bloody front cover mate Yeah yeah <laughs> Ingrid's Pitt <laughs> 
He had to relaminate the binder when she went in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't know what that means. No. <laughs> but, but our minds did. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe, 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 through all this, he's uh, oh well, you obligatory have to get changed now, Joe. Mm. And yes, also, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, also, we might tie you up in a bit if you don't mind. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fine. Sure. I think. Um, so to try, they sort of work out what the master's up to, and they want to protect Dahlia. So they um, follow him or someone, because someone's going to be sent to be basically killed by the Minotaur. Because there's also the Minotaur here. Oh God, God! I know. Why is there yeah. a Minotaur in Atlantis? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that's the end of episode five. By the way, does anyone know who played the Minotaur? David Prowse. Yes, David Prowse. Yeah. And he throws a bat through a mirror window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's quite good, that bit. Yeah. Oh, so you, you were never Minotaur in Atlantis. He get his hooves wet. Yeah. <laughs> Minotaurs can't swim. They're all weighed down by the red. Exactly. Yeah. Diabetes. Maybe that's how he got there. They threw him in the water and he landed in Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> all makes perfect sense. Mm. Put that into your next fucking program, Panorama. Yeah. <laughs> it's all makes. And then, luckily, thank goodness. The, the, min- the Minotaur, after throwing someone through a mirror, then just runs through solid stone, which solid is... Solid stone, yeah. yeah. Uh, providing uh, an escape route. Providing an yeah. escape route. <laughs> this is when you know it's a six-part when there's a fucking Minotaur in it for no reason that does nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it provides yeah. A, um, a cliffhanger and then just leaves. Yeah. I think um, that's the weird thing. At this stage in episode, in episode five, you're going... Uh, who else are you going to now throw into the mm. mix? Like mm. suddenly, for no reason, suddenly I'm Robin Hood. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? Why is Robin Hood in Atlantis as well? Ooh, oh, I'm, I'm Robin Williams. Good morning, Atlantis. Uh, everyone's, standing, everyone's standing on a plinth, going, "My captain, my captain." We don't want that. <laughs> I mean, we've had Robin Asquith, so maybe there's a link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <come> together. <laughs> And then he like goes up to the Minotaur and starts doing his like camp hairdresser character, being like, "Oh my god, where did you get? Where are you going oh, for your god. holidays? Oh my god, you've got the horn! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why didn't the doctor do his Didn't bother here, did he? No, no he, he did only, a bit of he, bullfighting. He only did. Oh, he does bullfighting. That's amazing. Yeah. I must yeah. hilarious. But they did that in Horns and Nymon. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know this was first, but come on, why is there a Minotaur in this? <laughs> it doesn't because they had time to if film. You, if you know why there's a Minotaur in this, please don't write to us. We don't. Well, what, no. what, what, because the writer, what 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 the writer has done very skillfully, John, is he's, mm. he's um, taken the sort of Greek mythology and then mm. he's twinned it with bullshit. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's probably what it is. You see, yeah, and. Um, well, Clearly, yeah. it's like filler because there's because not only that, then the do- the doctor and Joe are captured, and then we get treated to quite a long monologue from John Pertwee. Which, oh my god, I mean, is this the story, the childhood story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, da- the daisiest daisy or whatever the. Fuck the daisiest daisy and the rockiest rock, yeah. um, oh which is nice, god. I guess, but it's it's not an episode six thing, is it? Like no. in episode six, no. you want to be ramping up and trying to do stuff, but this is. And also, if I was Joe, I'd be going, Doctor, there really is no fucking time for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst time for you to tell me this story. I mean, it was at this yeah. point I'm starting to think if maybe the Doctor is the time monster. <laughs> Doctor, you really should have told me the story when we were on fast forward with Bessie because I'm going to only fucking hope the story went quick. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. I love that bit when he keeps on going like, 
then what did he say, Doctor? And he's like, I'm getting to that, Joe. And she's like, but I'm what did he say, Joe. Doctor? And I'm getting to that, Joe. But Doctor, that, what Joe. did he say? Slap. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to it. I'm getting to that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, hurry the fuck up, you mop-eared twat. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> then they all go to the council again because uh, Dalios is They have to, they have to, they have to. Why they not? Have to. We're in episode fucking well, six. No, but they all yeah. get chained up now so that at least there's some semblance of peril now. Mm. Yes, they all look like they are like Princess Leia, don't they, to keep with the Star Wars connection? Mm. Yeah, lovely. Mm. Yeah. John looks nice in his metallic bikini. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe's like the little, what's his name? Uh, Salacious Crumb, the little. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's down there. a little short for a mine at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then, weirdly, they just go, oh, you know, Dalios is dead. And then Ingrid Pitt's really upset. And she's like, oh, you killed Dalios. And then the master's you like, oh, Dalios, yeah. You're, you're a rotter. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, how is that ever going to work? Of course they're going to tell her that. How are his um, midnight runners? <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, so then they both get in the, the TARDIS, uh, but then the Doctor says he's going to do something which is always a, a risk when two TARDISes are in one another, which oh is yes. t- time ram. Time ram. Time ram. Time ram. Time ram with your cock instrument in the tom tit. I mean, there's nothing more exciting than this. <laughs> and the Master, does the Master just shout? He goes like, time ram. And then the Master looks at his dials and goes, fuck. <laughs> Doesn't he say something like, you wouldn't dare? You wouldn't dare. At least Bobby did it first. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up in a oh time beyond God. time, which is a blue screen studio. Yeah. 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 And then we meet the actual Kronos, who isn't someone on a string um, no. flapping, their, flapping their wings, um, but is a, la- a lovely lady. Lovely lady. It's a big, big lady's head. <laughs> also, we forgot to mention that the uh, Master's TARDIS is a computer bank from the 1960s. Yes. yes yeah, yeah. Plates on it and stuff. Blended Very seamlessly strange. Into, the, into the Newton Institute. I mean, if he went just outside the window, he'd be a window cleaner. <laughs> yeah, he has to step out of a ladder. He'd be, he'd, he'd be the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> he has to stand in a bucket. Has to come, has to come out, come out of his tiny, covered in suds. Yeah. <laughs> and then go down like he's going downstairs behind a counter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if his TARDIS was stew. Imagine if all the time he was just like <laughs> he got really upset and then the master crawled out of him. He has to climb um, out of Stuart's <laughs> arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they say we're so Kronos says, you've saved me, and so they say, I will grant you anything. And then the master debases himself by just begging to be set free. Begging. Mm. Yeah, me. Beg- yeah. He probably begs. He's like, I'll never do it again, Doctor. I'm so sorry. So the Doctor frees him, and the master just immediately betrays him. And runs it's off. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. He just like punches him and then runs away. It's amazing. And then he just says to Kronos, it. Well, he ran away. And she goes, Well, you wanted him to have free will, and he's he's got it. So Yeah, he's <laughs> you know what he's like. Yeah, you know, that was what he was going to happen. I wanted to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with you two? <laughs> you don't come Get here for the room. hunting. Get a room. <laughs> um, and so then, um, uh, so yeah, then they arrive back at uh, the Newton Institute. Everything's been fixed. Everything's back to normal. And little baby Benton has become adult Benton, who gives everyone a weird look mm. and is naked and everyone laughs. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Well, well. So I'm gonna give before, 
Before yeah. we go into anything else, Tom, mm. what 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 happened in this story? <laughs> lots and lots of things. A lot happened. of things happened, didn't it? Well, yeah. I'll give you a pricey. Especially, basically, nothing happened over six episodes. Mm. Mm. It's but it, utterly but it was really astonishing. Good fun. Yeah, it was good it fun. Was, yeah. Oh, loads of loads of like entertaining things happened, and it was it was yeah. But it just doesn't cohere really. It's no. very strange. Um, John, I'll give you an edit point now because I'm not sure this isn't. It's funny that he said it, but it's not about a funny thing. Okay. Have you heard what John Levine says on the commentary for the Time Monster? I have not. So this is his comment on being on Baby Benton. It says on. we're coming up to the scene where I turn into a baby. This is a slightly sad bit of narrative. The baby was played by Darren Platt, and he died before his first birthday. Oh. But he's in a peaceful place now, and at least he ended up in Doctor Who. Oh, what is that oh as a piece God. of commentary? That I'm is not editing that. God. <laughs> I tell you why because at... someone mentions yeah. it in correspondence. That's why. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not laughing at the tragedy. I'm. I'm it's no, more no. John Levine not not realizing that's a really weird thing to say that's in a comedy. Really horrible. Thing. Yeah. Going. Mm. Oh, and the woman who played the doctor, she got spider bifida in the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and what a um, fun little anecdote. Window cleaner. He had um, a blood clot and uh, yeah. <laughs> died on an episode of uh, Why Don't You? Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just stop it! Stop, stop with the it! Doom. It's so weird. We need to score and it, and I'm suggesting that we score it out of Baby Bentons. Baby Bentons, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, in it's got to be case... Baby Bentons, cock-shaped, um, whatever they are, or Tom Tits. I mean, Tom oh, it's got to be Tom Tits, hasn't it? Tom Tits. Yeah. Hang on. So, are we scoring it? Do we need? Does it need to be divisible by two, or can we just do it's Tom Tits, but each it can just be the normal amount, right? Uh, out of a hundred Tom Tits. Out of a hundred Tom Tits. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I'll say yeah. it's mad, but it's yeah. one of those Doctor Who stories that, while being mad, is mad because it throws everything at you. Mm. Yeah, there are roundheads. There's a doodlebug. There's a minotaur. Um, a man gets old and then younger again, and a man's a baby and then he's not again. Like there's loads of stuff happening, so it is enter- it is fun to watch. Yeah, and it cracks along. So I'm not going to be too harsh on it. I think I'm going to give it a uh, seventy tom tits. Mm. That's a nice score. Mm. That's a nice Poor. score. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Pretty much what echoing Tom. Um, it, I mean, it's a six-parter, but it rollicks along, and it felt like a four to me. It's really good fun. And, like it throws everything at the ceiling, and then throws everything at the wall, mm. and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then just literally peels it off and throws it again. There's so much going yeah. on. You have got the master in it. You got time travel. You got Atlantis. You got Minotaurs. You got. It's just endless. I didn't really know what was going on, but it was really <laughs> filthy. It was really silly, mm. and occasionally it was really brilliant. That's yes. what I really like. Occasionally, it's really good. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. the stuff where they're all frozen is really good fun. Yeah. The idea of the master trying to kill them from nefarious means is really fun, but it just starts off too silly. And then you go, yeah, just, just go straight away with the doodlebug dropping a bomb. Just do yeah. that immediately. You don't have to go. So I'm, I'm, there's so much to laugh about it, but I'd rather do that than just sit through it like, oh, God, this is so boring and trad. Mm. This wasn't yeah. trad. This was just insane. This mm. was just this is three <laughs> stories being thrown into one... Uh, pot so i'm gonna give it 72 i loved it Ooh. i thought it was such good fun nice okay well i really enjoyed it uh oh. it's 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 a, it's a mess it reminded me of a hartnell sex-parter right in right. that yeah. we had lots of ideas that don't really work together but we're just going to push them together anyway and work it out at the end mm-hmm. um everyone's brilliant john and joe are sorry john and katie are brilliant in it Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Delgado's master. I could watch him in anything, <laughs> and the mad stuff just made it more fun. It was very of its era. I love this unit era. It's so fun. 
Yes. The Doctor plays so well off the Brigadier. He plays so well off Joe and everyone. So I'm going to give it 75. Whoa! Oh. So that is 217. Once again, a bit like a bit like um, uh, the uh, Mind Warp. That's probably higher than a lot of people thought we'd go. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's fun to watch, and it was really um, it really cracked along. So no, I, I, agree, I agree with that. I think that's really fun. <laughs> Absolutely. And the other thing that I think really makes it so much fun is the, is the, in the first episode, John Pertwee has clearly had a hairstylist do something slightly different to his bumps. Yes. Because yeah. his hair looks like lo- looks like Magneto's helmet. Mm. He's, he's kind of been feathered into. He looks like the bird person from Rick yeah. and Morty. Yeah, he looks yes, like he's been feathered. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and uh. it's like, wow, that's an interesting mm. look. I mean, by episode five, that's all sagged and it's looking a bit shitty. <laughs> mm. It's yeah, it's, uh, there's so much to enjoy with that. It's a kaleidoscope of madness. Isn't yeah, it? it's exactly it really what we is. love. Who for? Just yes. being being brave because it written down. It's bollocks, but yeah. <laughs> played out. It works so well because it's got that lovely charm to it. Yeah. Yeah. There must have been a point where they were hiring a man who can ride a horse and a costume for a knight, uh-huh. and they'd been like, "How long is this? Is this all about being in a knight?" They're like, no, this will this will be on no. on screen for for fourteen seconds. <laughs> You're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> also, is the time master supposed to be Kronos? Because that's not really established either, is it? If, no, you're never quite sure. Is no. is the master the time monster? Because yeah. in the end, Kronos is nice, so it yeah. doesn't really I was gonna say, make sense. Uh, the only thing I can presume is that she's Hattie Jakes, and that's a budgie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what, maybe that's just there. That makes sense. Uh, mm. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, correspondence. Uh, Becky says the time monster is an absolute brilliant mess. It has a yes. monster that looks like a collaboration between Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen and Pan's people. <laughs> uh, Andrew F says the IMD trivia for the monster time monster isn't saying Barry Letts went on the new TARDIS set with a sledgehammer when everyone went home at the end of the filming but <laughs> uh, as we mentioned before mm-hmm. uh, hang on uh, I'll just go through Time Monster Greg Newport he's giving us the time, the Radio Times 10th anniversary special synopsis um, oh yeah, which is basically what Paul read out earlier. So thank you for that. Does it stop dead halfway through? Because if not, then we're no, not interested. No, no. no, no <laughs> I'll tell you what it says. It says Professor Thascales, mm-hmm. sorry, the master, okay. is working yeah. on Tom Tit, the transmission of matter through inter- interstitial time. The Doctor mm-hmm. discovers his aims and goes through time to Atlantis to steal the crystal of Kronos. Doctor Who tries to fool him, but the foil him, but the master evokes a fury of Kronos, and Atlantis is destroyed. Is that? I Gave guess it all away. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on. Uh, Gave it all away. Mm. Come on. <laughs> uh, Martin says, Time Monster, in the guise of pref misogynus, the master's crystal math leads to an outbreak of Kronos fatigue syndrome, overacting <laughs> priests, a minotaur on Atlantis, and a hirsute stew questioning the maxim, once a man, twice a child, by having an age crisis. <laughs> there you go. You should write for Radio that, Times. That's quite... Yeah, that's quite cryptic, that one. I feel like I should try and fill in a a crossword after that. Yeah, you can be five across. Um, (laughs) Chris Williams says, A time monster, absolute cobblers, but how can you not have fun watching a TARDIS within a TARDIS game of chicken? Brigadier slow-mo acting. Joe's Mm -hmm. instantly growing hair. Must be like a Play-Doh barbershop. Benton in a (laughs) nappy. An old stew shouting, Kronos! (laughs) Uh, That's almost as terrifying as the creature itself that uh, that attacks with the ferocity of Frank Spencer at Nativity. (laughs) <laughs> he does look like you when he's uh, hanging from the thing. It really looks like that. Uh, oh, Kronos! Do not, blas- do oh. not blaspheme the Nemon. Says, all I remember about the Time Monster was Roger Delgado having a sneaky peek at Ingrid Pitt's cleavage. Maybe there was a Delgado's book of cleavage. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, ben Thomas says the time monster mm. are oddly watchable in a coach load of nuns crashing into an orphanage kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It starts yeah. with Roger Delgado destroying Anglo-Greek relations with his accent and ends with Sergeant mm-hmm. Benton in a nappy. They don't write them like that anymore. <laughs> and then Ben, touching on what you mentioned earlier, Paul, uh, Tom, sorry. Ben mm-hmm. says, according to John Levine in the DVD commentary, the baby that portrayed Benton's infant alter ego sadly didn't live to see his first birthday. Jeez. Fucking hell, John. It's a DVD commentary. Read the fucking room for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit much. I uh, <laughs> uh, didn't see any more. Um, but Peter Nimmo says, watch the time monster a few weeks ago hello peter thanks for your nice um retweets and things to say about the episode yes. i can't speak i've drink wine uh peter nemo says watch the time monster a few weeks ago and now i've completely forgotten what it was all about that essentially yes. is is basically that's what the joy of yeah. it yeah and that is all the correspondence for this week Yay! but as tom mentioned at the beginning i want to reiterate reiterate <laughs> that we will be at King's Place for the London Podcast Festival on September the 2nd at 9 o'clock. Go to kingsplace.co.uk, I think it is. Yes, Are we definitely 9 o'clock? No, keep I tell a lie, we're on at 9.30. 9.30, Tom's right. 9.30, 9.30, sorry, Tom. Sorry, everybody <laughs> listening. Yeah, we're on at 9.30, we're, we're off at 11. We've got an hour and a half. Yay! So we're, we'll go the, we're gonna do we'll go the some pub bits. after. We're gonna do the pub mm-hmm. after. Lovely, lovely bad. We're gonna do some bits and pieces. <laughs> we're gonna do some bits and pieces <laughs> at the beginning, and at the end, we're planning to have a lovely live uh, correspondence. Yay! Brilliant. So you can ask. You can tell us your points of view on yes, Silver Nemesis. On Silver Nemesis. That is what we are doing. Yeah, um, it's a good one. There's loads to talk about with Silver Nemesis. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Or, or Seals' ne- nemesis, a.k.a. Michael Grade. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he went there, he went I'm there. He went there. Um, but I'm going to let Tom do the end because I've taken over. Uh, uh, follow us at, at WheezyPod <laughs> on Twitter. Um, oh. And until next time, mm. keep wheezing and groaning. Couldn't have said it Bye. better. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 My grandfather's clock was too large for the shelf, so it stood 90 years on the floor. It was taller by half than the old man himself, though it weighed not a penny weight more. It was bought on the morn of the day that he was born, and was always his treasure and pride. But it stopped short, never to go again, when the old man Ninety years without slumbering Tick-tock, tick-tock His life seconds numbering Tick-tock, tick-tock It stopped short Never to go again When the old man died in watching its pendulum swing to Hello, I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is. Oh, thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What a great podcast. Shappy Corsander, you're too kind. The podcast is but called... It's biographical. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn. Can you tell your friends? ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. 
Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.